No. <laughs> oh, it's on you, dude. I hit the record button. We're doing it again. All right, I'm going to read it again. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Hot Fodder Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jacon. And I'm Caitlin. And on this podcast, we read and talk about Harry Potter fan fiction that makes us all, dare we say, hot and potter. Disclaimer, we do not own Harry Potter. All rights reserved to J.K. Rowling and Warner Brothers. We just doing this for fun. And hide your kids, hide your wives, because this shit's explicit. Ooh, so smutty. E-X-X-X. Bless it. Yo, 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 it's Caitlin. Hey, what's up? Oh. Welcome back to the Hot and Potter Podcast. It's totally not the second time we're doing this entire thing because no. J-Con fucked up. <laughs> so, oh, hey. You didn't check. No. Oh, what time is it? Oh, yeah. Shag. Mary. Murder. Oh, hey. Welcome back to episode approximately 18 of Shag Mary Hicks Murder. Oh, no. I'm back here with my guest, J-Con. It's totally not the second time we're doing this because J-Con fucked up and we have to re-record this. Thanks so much, buddy. <laughs> so, today on Shag Mary Hicks Murder, we've got Seamus Finnegan, Harry Potter, Dean like Thomas, so and Draco much. Malfoy. Go. Oh, no. I'm shagging Seamus because he's a filthy Scottish man, and I want to rail <laughs> him Irish. until he screams. He's Irish! He's <laughs> In his accent. I'm so, so upset that that didn't get recorded. I'm railing him into his prostrate until he screams that. <laughs> and then I'm murdering... No, wait, no, no, no. Shag Mary. Then I'm marrying Draco for the curveball. This is like a speed run right now. I'm trying to remember everything I said. I'm yeah, marrying Draco for the curveball. You gotta go on to our dong tier Patreon. Sorry, you're just getting the fast forward. Um, oh my god. I, I'm, I'm so doing that. You. Um... I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you, I'm sir. Mad. I clicked start recording and it said it started. And then uh, it stopped because it didn't run your health checks. Marrying Draco. It's a it's a it's a mind fuck. Why am I fucking marrying Draco? Well, because I want to fuck with your mind. Number one. Number two, because <laughs> He's the pussiest of the bunch, and everybody knows that pussies have a reputation for being um, uh, 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 durable, and they can take a pounding. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I'm proposing to him in the middle of Diagon Alley with a huge crowd of people, and yes. I get down on one knee, and I say, Draco, will you be mine forever? And he says, my father will hear about this. And I look at him in the eye and I say, he already has. Yes, because Jacon went in there and he asked for Draco's hand in marriage. And Malfoy yep, said I yes. Asked. Or if he didn't, he got confounded. He did. He did. He did. I confounded yep. him into submission. Yep. If he didn't say yes to begin with. Pulling him by his hair really fucking from behind. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. 
um, foreshadowing, now that I know. Hexing. Uh, I know, you've already heard this fanfiction. I'm so upset. Go. Uh, hexing. Um, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck. <laughs> I am hexing Dean, right? Or no, I'm hexing Harry. I'm hexing Harry. I'm hexing Harry because he um he needs it. Well, he needs it. Good. Do you? And would I'm, you rather hex Dean and kill Harry? No, 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 no. I'd rather okay, hex just Harry. Asking. I'm hexing Harry so that he can only orgasm through his wand. <laughs> okay. You put. He has to put it in his butt. In in the butt. Yep. So whoever his partner is has to be okay with wand play. Otherwise, he's just fucked. He can't get off. It's rather unfortunate. <laughs> um, okay. Yep. He's just, like, limiting his sexual partners there. <laughs> and then we're going to kill Dean. Um, we're killing Dean because... Fuck. Because like, his dick's too big. God, um, <laughs> you're jealous. You're so jealous of cum slut Draco. How did I murder Dean? I feel like we're breaking the fourth wall right now. A little bit. How did I murder him? You said that you were going to suffocate him in his sleep because that's how he. Oh yeah, because I felt bad for him. I felt bad for him because like I don't know enough about him and like that type of shit. So like, no, we don't know anything about him. He has no personality, J.K. Right. He just has a large penis. That's all he's got going for him. And it's not yeah. his fault. It's J.K. Rowling's fault. Um, yep. So therefore, I felt kind of bad for him a little bit. And I was like, yeah, you're probably the one I'm murdering because I don't know enough about you to keep you alive. But I feel bad about murdering you because I don't know enough about you. Therefore, I'm just going to smother you in your sleep. <laughs> no wizard hitman? I mean, you get one per podcast. Nope, that's it. Okay, all right. So I, I said I would marry, I mean, I'm sorry. Oh my God. It's Shag, Mary Hex, Mary, Caitlin. I'm going to shag Shag. You guys give me an order, gosh. Oi, you want a fuck? Is I believe what I said. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do want to fuck. Or, yeah. Oh sir. yeah, you guys sir, you had to explain this whole thing all in one scene. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, that's what I ended up happening. Um, I had to do all of this in in the span of like I don't know three, two hours. So, so no, I'm, less. I'm, I'm talking about like six seconds. <laughs> uh, will you marry me, Dean Thomas? <laughs> all right. So, um, Seamus Finnegan's gonna proposition me by the broom shed, and I'm gonna take him up on his offer, and I'm gonna let him rail me yeah, against so the side of the broom shed. He's literally. Scene opens, Seamus is railing you in the broom cabinet outside of the Quidditch pitch. <laughs> and then we, we finish, you know, we both, it was a and great then, time. We high, we high five. And then, high five. Um, yep. yeah. Two I seconds in, two seconds in. Do a quick, uh, you know, cleaning spell. And then, uh, you know, I don't want any of that running down my legs while I propose straighten to Dean Thomas. Your skirt, flip your hair, walk out oh, of the cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk. I straighten my skirt as I walk out and I flip my hair. And um, Dean Thomas is there and I'm like, oh, I'm going to marry that man. <laughs> so I go up there and I propose <laughs> to him. You saw his penis. 
Oh yeah, we we did talk about that. That you would know what Dean Thomas is packing if you lived with him for <laughs> for four years and for seven years in a dorm. <laughs> Just pajama pants on that man. All right, so I'm gonna propose to Dean Thomas. Dean, I can't imagine you anywhere except with your giant cock between my thighs. Uh, I don't know, something like that. And then he's going to say yes. And then I'm going to hex Harry Potter. So after I, I hug uh, Dean, you know, okay, great. We're getting married. Got to go. And I'm going to see Harry Potter. I'm going to be like, fuck that bitch. You know, that poor orphan boy. I'm going to make his life a little harder. And I'm going to hex him so that he just continuously trips. He's just in a perpetual state of tripping. Yep. And, and not like shroom or acid tripping, just physically tripping. Yep. Over and over and over again. And then I'm going to be like, ha 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 And then I'm going to run to the Forbidden Forest and climb a tree. <laughs> and as Draco Malfoy is reaching for the golden snitch, I'm going to murder that bitch. With a sharpshooter of Vada Kedavra. And Jacon mentioned that... I always seem to kill his waifus, and I do, but he's just picking the wrong people to marry. I don't know what to tell him. And, and I won happened. again! Congratulations, Jaycon. <laughs> Thanks for playing Check Mary Hicks Murder. Wait for the smut. Our dong tier Patreon supporters won something. I'm not sure what. Nope, can't remember if that's too bad. Yeah. Gotta urinate, though. I'll be back. You can start reading, because I've already heard the story. Fuck you. So, this is called For the Night by Akashika. Or AKA Shika. I'm, I'm not sure which one. And I'm gonna read the tags before we get into this, because I feel like it's important. Tags. Aurors or training, cabin fic, foursome, MMMM, or mmm. Party games, truth or dare, never have I ever. Established relationship, dirty talk, dirty thoughts, rimming, blowjobs, anal sex, cream pie, slut shaming, but it's consensual slut shaming. Bottom Draco Malfoy, cock slut Draco Malfoy. We, we made a couple cock slut jokes, you know. Cock slut Draco Malfoy makes sense. Canon now. Coxlet Draco Malfoy conspiracy confirmed! Deep throating, face fucking, teasing, POV alternating, POV Harry Potter, POV Draco Malfoy, POV bounces. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Summary While on an aura training mission, Harry, Draco, Seamus, and Dean decide to take the chance to be young and irresponsible. Notes just include kisses for Geldenil and Keyflight 790. The aura team building exercises were always horrible in Harry's opinion. The only good thing about them was the fact that he could spend a day and a night with his boyfriend without anyone caring. This one probably wouldn't be as bad. Instead of one of the older aura teams, Harry and Draco had been paired with Dean and Seamus. Though being with people you actually liked didn't help so much when you were freezing your bollocks off in the arse end of the Scottish Islands three weeks after Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> so that was funny. a good one. To say everyone was relieved when they finally found the cabin they were supposed to spend the night in was an understatement. And as far as Harry was concerned, it was about fucking time. Sassy Harry. I love sassy Harry. 
The sun had already begun to dip below the mountain peaks, and Drake had been complaining about frostbite for the better part of an hour. Their only tasks for the day had been to find the cabin and to then survive the night. The last part would have been hard if Harry had been teamed up with Dawlish or some other tosser from the old administration. But with two ex-dorm mates and his boyfriend, it was mostly a night away that they were paid for. Right, we're, gonna, we're gonna take a break right here because we didn't do the random question and like the shit about Freedom Way, Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, that was so talk. good! All the shit talk about Morgan and everything that you. So that was some great shit. What did we even say? We talked about Morgan a lot. Hey, Morgan, we, <laughs> we talked about talk. you. You're great. <laughs> We, we said that we're never going to get an email because we're always accosting. Like As soon as you send us an email, we're just going to accost that person. For yeah, we're just going to be like, hey, you're great. Thanks for being our fan. We love you. Ah. And they're going to be like, oh, no. You guys couldn't tell. We thought we were recording our podcast, but we weren't. And we that's never happened to us. I knew it was going to happen at some point. Happened in episode 21. Welcome to episode 21, by the way. It's going to be fucking all over the place, like you've never experienced. This is the Hot and Potter podcast. We even made a joke. We even made a joke about how the jokes are dad quality. And... The points don't matter. And this is a completely unprofessional podcast. It really is. We're going to add that in. And now it's just point proven. It really is. You know, we do this on a free time. I try my best with the editing. I, the uh, we apparently didn't record the fucking podcast. <laughs> you know what? I'm not mad. It's fine. Glad you think it's funny, Dick Hunt. It's my angry voice. The sun had already. Welcome back to the aggressive podcast. The sun had already begun to dip below the mountain peaks. I'm your host, Jake God. <sighs> I'm Kaylin. This episode like, almost eight on a Saturday, and I'm already done. It was so good, but it was it's it was so now. good. Ugh. Morgan would have been so proud. Yeah, or upset. Either one. Either one's fine, though. Like, but Morgan would have emoted somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all that matters. Because she's our only fan. Gosh, and we predicted. Oh, I forget what I predicted her address was. It was, was one hundred so Freedom Way. It was like 14. no, 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 no. That was yours. That was yours. Mine was like 20, 2011, was, like Highland Ave, Raleigh, North Carolina. Or no, it was Freedom Way. It was Freedom. No, way. that's what you said after the fact when we started no, talking. No, I said that America Way, America. No, exactly. That's what you said. I didn't say that though. I said twenty eleven, like Highland Ave or some bullshit. Which is probably an actual address. And if it's your address, that's fucking right. creepy. We're sorry. But then we looked up the 100 American Ways. And we were like, I don't say your like, actual addresses. I say 100 American Way, America. And I like looked it up, and that's also like 20 <laughs> actual actually... places. <laughs> sorry. But it was like a pile of rubble. You checked. It was fine. Oh, yeah. Just lives Detroit, there. But, I, I, mean, I live there in a pile of rubble. All of Detroit, just a pile of rubble? That's what they want you to think. The Aura Team building exercises were always horrible, in Harry's opinion. The only good thing about them was the fact that he could spend a day and night with his boyfriend without anyone caring. This one probably wouldn't be as bad, 
instead of one of the older Auror teams, Harry and Draco had been paired with Dean and Seamus. Though being with people you actually liked didn't help so much when you were freezing your bollocks off in the arse end of the Scottish Highlands three weeks after Christmas. It's never not going to be funny to me. It's a good one. To say everyone was relieved when they finally found the cabin they were supposed to spend the night in was an understatement. And as far as Harry was concerned, it was about fucking time. The sun had already begun to dip below the mountain peaks, and Draco had been complaining about frostbite for the better part of an hour. Their only task for the day had been to find the cabin and then survive the night. The last part would have been hard if Harry had been teamed up with Dawlish or some other old... <laughs> I, had, I added that. Or some other tosser from the old administration, but with two ex-dormmates and his boyfriend, it was mostly a night away that they were paid for. Inside the cabin, Seamus was whooping with glee, and Dean was following behind him, wearing an indulgent smile. Draco was in kitchen, come, sitting, room. Huh. Yeah, we, I, I think that's a typo. We, we talked it's about not, that a lot. It's, it's not. He was uh, in the kitchen, in come, the... sitting, room. Starting a fire in the grate. where he was, and that's C-U-M, just in case anybody's wondering. Kitchen, come, sitting. Yeah, for, uh, for those of you, Morgan, if you're not reading it then. Yeah. Starting a fire in the grate and raiding the cupboards to see what their rations were like. And Harry, dreaming meanwhile, about cocks inside of his ass. Oh, wait, what? Stop breaking the fourth wall. We're not supposed to know this right now. God. Um. Fucking Deadpool. All right. Harry, meanwhile, was unpacking things he had brought. Various foods and snacks and drinks and Draco's favorite warm cocks. Socks. <laughs> random paperback. This entire sentence is just about things Harry wants to put inside Draco's ass. <laughs> Food, snacks, and drinks. Draco's warm favorite cocks. warm cocks. A random paperback. <laughs> In case things got bored. Yeah, yeah. And no. then some fire whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> just the entire bottle, you know? Though with the amount of fire whiskey he'd brought, they'd have to be incredibly bored. <laughs> I gotta say, I don't know. I think this is better on the second, on the second read. Yeah. You know, it ages like those good leftovers you leave in the fridge for the next day. You know, they're just gonna get better. Yeah, those warm cocks for Draco—they age well. <laughs> Seamus and Dean joined them after their explorations and sat together on the ratty, worn love seat while Harry sat on the floor next to the fire with Draco in his lap. So, Dean said when everyone was comfortable, it seems we have a bit of a problem. There is only one bed. Came Seamus's Irish lilt. Your Irish accent's better the second go around. <laughs> Why, thank you. I'm trying me best. <laughs> I hope they don't come after me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> me, Lucky Charms. Wait, wait, I'm not raising them yet. I think Seamus wants to share his lucky charms. 
Ah, that's why the task is to survive the night then. They must have had people kill their partners when there weren't enough beds at one point. To say Harry was unbothered was an understatement. He was rather more interested in the strip of skin beneath his fingertips, knowing that beneath the well-tailored wool trousers that blocked his path at the moment was one of his favorite parts of Draco. <laughs> he honestly didn't care if they got a bed that night, as long as, as neither Dean nor Seamus tried to stop him from fucking Draco in the butt. The swell of Draco's arse in moved the in Harry's lap in the butthole. And the great The swell of Draco's arse moved in Harry's lap and he looked up from his hands. As amusing as you cavalier attitude is in general, Harry, Draco said, his voice taking on a distinct upper class tone. Some of us actually need to pass the team building exercise in order to get through our training. Not all of us are the chosen one. Relax, Malfoy, Seamus said. As long as none of us are dead in the morning, I think we'll pass. Later that night, after dinner was made by Harry, the four sat in a loose circle in front of the fire, slowly drinking their way through one of the three bottles of fire whiskey Harry had brought with them. And tugging on each other's cocks? I think, Seamus said as he knocked back another drink. We should take this chance to be young and irresponsible before we're officially become junior auras. Yeah, Dean agreed. We never really had a chance in school. Draco let a amuse and uh, 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 Draco let out an amuse. All seven years in a dorm together, never had a chance to let loose. And fuck Draco in the arse. <laughs> Draco let out an amuse snort. You're telling me that you Gryffindors didn't have parties all the time up there in your high tower? Nah, Dean said. This one was always getting into trouble, wasn't he? He jerked his head in Harry's direction. Aye, Seamus said. And then he wasn't. That meant that Hermione was around to keep an eye on, on us all. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's all my fault. Harry couldn't help but grin, even as he wound his arm around Draco's waist and pulled him closer. Young and irresponsible... That means drinking games, right? They started with, I have never. To get to know each other, Dean said. To get more pissed so we can move on to truth or dare, was Seamus' reply. They learned that Dean and Seamus had been a couple for longer than anyone had realized, which had surprised Harry since he'd been sharing his room with them at Hogwarts when they first got together. Fucking in the bed right next to Harry and Ron and Neville sleeping. Sex. They learned that Draco's first kiss had been with Blaze Zabini on a dare, of course. Who hasn't kissed that fucker? <laughs> I mean, I've kissed him. So, not surprised Draco has. They learned that the only person Draco had slept with was Harry. Now that's more surprising. They learned that Harry was the only one of them who had been involved in an orgy. <laughs> That's just because he got invited to the Hufflepuff Circle Jerk by Neville. <laughs> you know, now that you mention it, I think I saw him there once. Yeah, exactly. Which had shocked all of them. I mean, Neville's massive cock gets him, like, perma-invited. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Neville Longbottom is a sex god. Yeah, As we it's... know from episode... Uh... <laughs> what, like, episode... 1617 ish uh, around there. Episode 14 Wizards Like It Steamy. Neville Longbottom, Sex God Confirmed.
his nickname's Neville Long Schlong. <laughs> Neville Schlongbottom. <laughs> Neville Dongbottom. <laughs> then, they move it on to Truth or Dare. Draco dared Harry to take off a shirt, which he did to Wolf Whistles from Dean and Seamus. <laughs> Harry dared Dean to kiss Draco, and Seamus was the only one who saw how his eyes darkened when he caught a glimpse of Draco's tongue slipping into Dean's mouth. Draco chose truth. What's your kinkiest fantasy? Dean asked. With one of his hands tracing absent-minded circles on Seamus's thigh as they waited for the answer. Draco glanced at Harry briefly before looking at the floor. I want to be used. His voice was quiet. Harry could tell he was scared. I want to be in the middle of a group of men as they take me and ruin me. I want to be the dirty, cock-hungry slag that Harry cut off his words with a kiss. It was eager and desperate, and he'd never been more turned on by Draco than this moment. Looks like Harry likes the idea. Seamus said after they broke apart, waggling his eyebrows at Harry. Harry threw up the bubble of a silencing charm <laughs> and looked at Draco. I do like that idea, he said. I know I get jealous a lot when other people try it on with you, but that's because they don't know you're mine. Oh, the imperious tone is back, and Harry thinks he may have said the wrong thing. No shit, Harry. So if they knew I was yours, then you'd let people manhandle me in bars, then. A growl escaped Harry's throat unbidden, and for the first time he regretted being an animagus as much as his canine form helped him feel closer to his godfather. That's just sprinkled in there. We don't learn shit else about that. Draco smirked. Knowing Harry's jealousy was more about than people touching him, knowing it was about people thinking they have a right to touch him and try to talk him out of Harry's bed and into theirs. I, le I let Dean snog you just now, didn't I? Harry said, encouraged it even. Does that mean you'd let him fuck me? Draco was skeptical, and in his opinion, he had a good reason for it. Does that mean you would lash out at him if I sucked his cock and he came all over my face? Harry shivered. I believe this is where I took a masturbation Possibly. break last time. Yeah, it, it was. I stand by that notion. Because <laughs> I take a sip of wine. Harry shivered. He could feel himself hardening under Draco's arse. And talking about how filthy Draco wanted to be was making him want to throw Draco down and take him there in front of his friends. Does it mean you'd suck their cum from my arse and clean me out with your mouth before you fuck me? Christ, you're going Ooh. to kill me. Harry God. said before he pulled Draco in for another kiss. Do you want to do this? Really, you won't get huffy halfway through and abandon me and tell me it's my fault? I trust Dean and Seamus. I've known them a long time, and I know they don't want you like everyone else does. They certainly don't want you like I do. Before he pulled down the silencing charm, Harry kissed Draco once more. I love you so much, he murmured. Tonight won't change that at all. Draco didn't reply, but Harry saw some of the tension leave his shoulders. Seamus. Truth or dare? Seamus looked between Harry and Draco for a few seconds before answering with dare. I dare you to feed your prick to my dirty, cock-hungry little slag. Oh, is that it? Seamus' eyes widened as he looked 
between Harry and Draco, then over to Dean, who gave him a tiny nod of his head. You ain't gonna curse me for enjoying it, are you? He asked, looking back at Harry. Of course not. Draco wants to be in the middle of a group of men, used and fucked, like his desires don't matter. And you can't tell me he's not good-looking enough to have any group of men he wants. I'd never deny him anything, and right now he wants us. All of us. Part of Harry thought, despite having seen someone else kiss Draco earlier, he'd still feel a bit angry and jealous if someone touched Draco in a less-than-platonic way. But as he watched Draco, on his knees, his cheeks flushed and his eyes sliding over to Harry's every few seconds, the only thing Harry felt was overwhelming arousal. Had that bone of Harry. Oh, I guess in this case, broadcast that boner. Seamus stood in front of Draco, both men in profile to their partners. Harry watched as Seamus pulled his already half-hard cock from his trousers and slid his free hand into Draco's hair, angling his head. Harry only had eyes for Draco, but he could see just how much his boyfriend liked that Seamus was dragging his cock over his lips. His eyelids fluttered closed, and he flicked his tongue out to get a taste before Seamus let out a groan and slowly pushed into the wet heat of Draco's mouth. A string of fucks and harsh breathing were the only sounds in the room. Yep, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Seamus had expected Draco to maybe gag a little as Seamus pushed his cock further into his mouth and down his throat. But when he was finally as far in as he could get, Draco swallowed around Seamus's prick and let out a muffled moan. Shit. Harry grinned over at Dean. You can join in as well if you want, he said. I think I'd like to see how well he can handle your monster. <laughs> that big black cock! BBC. What did we say about that? BBC! BBC. Well, apparently, so in Britain, BBC is British Broadcasting Center, right? So I guess Not it's mine. BBM. It must be Big British Monster. Uh, <laughs> big Black Monster. <laughs> must be Big Black Monster in uh, Britain. I just punched the mic. All right. He barely finished speaking before Dean was on his feet, freeing his cock from its confines and making his way over to Seamus and Draco. He watched as Draco wrapped one of his hands around Seamus's dick. Wanking him off with saliva, easing the way before turning all his attention to Dean and what Harry had termed a monster. <laughs> Change of point of view. It was easily one of the largest cocks Draco had ever seen. And he'd roomed with Blaze Zubini for seven years. Who, after a certain age, disregarded clothes in general unless he was in public. Thankfully, the common room counted as in public. I don't know, I'd be pretty disappointed. I'd never get to see that man naked. Draco felt filthy when he let Dean drag the head across his face, smearing his cheeks and lips with pre-cum as he panted after it, wordlessly begging for a taste. Don't just tease the little slut, Harry said from somewhere off to the side. Draco felt his heart clench a little at the complete disregard in Harry's tone, even as his cock twitched inside his trousers. Either feed him your prick, or I'll take him into the bedroom on my own, and neither of you will have this chance again. If there was a verbal reply, Draco didn't hear it. He was far too absorbed with tasting and smelling and swallowing as much of the girthy cock that was suddenly thrust into his mouth. He felt Harry move behind him, his soft lips like a bomb on his skin. He felt Harry strip him of his shirt, each button that was undone revealing more pale skin as he tried, almost in vain, to take as much of Dean as he could into his mouth. Uh, 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 
Just let us use you, baby, Harry said, his mouth burning a trail across his shoulder and up his neck. Let yourself go loose for us. Pretty little whores get what they're given, yeah. But pushy sluts who demand cock don't get anything. Didn't know you had such a mouth on you, Harry. Merlin, Draco couldn't even tell who that was now. It was like his entire being had come down to Harry's voice and the dicks that Harry wanted him to take. Yeah, Draco, take those dicks. <laughs> Eat a dick. Eat a dick, Draco. Gladly. My father won't hear about this. He felt Harry's hand on his throat, holding him, not putting pressure on him, but definitely firm enough that Draco knew Harry could feel him swallowing around the cock in his mouth. I think the bedroom will make this easier for all of us, don't you? Drago let out a tiny whine of loss when his mouth was suddenly empty. But the slap of Harry's hand on his arse <laughs> steadied him slightly. He opened his eyes and was completely unsurprised to see the other two Gryffindors smirking down at him as their hands slid over their pricks. Part of him felt as though this could be one fucked up dream in which he was still at school, the Gryffindors surrounding him, paying him back for all the times he'd bullied them and said things he shouldn't have meant at that age, but did anyway. Harry's lips on his reminded him that they were. Fuck! Harry's lips on his reminded him where they were. His tongue seeking out the taste of the others in his mouth helped him recall that he was actually 21 years old now, and that he'd already paid for his sins. Episode 21, baby! <laughs> Harry's arms around his waist as he was helped to his feet made him acknowledge that he was loved. You okay? Harry asked. Draco nodded, unwilling to hear if his voice would be hoarse. Say the word and we'll end it, yeah? Draco nodded again and leaned in for one sweet, soft kiss. When Harry pulled back, the game they began continued. I want you naked by the time you get to the bedroom. Harry said as he walked down the small hallway. Be quick about it, or you won't be getting off tonight. The bedroom was more dimly lit than the main room of the cabin. There was no fireplace to give off a bright glow, but the candle sconces around the wall gave a warmth to the room that in any other circumstance could have been romantic. If Harry would asked him days later what he remembered about the first parts of the night, Draco wouldn't have been able to tell him. As far as he was concerned... One minute he was kissing Harry in the sitting room. The next, he was on his hands and knees on the bed, naked as the day he was born, sucking the cocks of Harry's friends while Harry ate his arse out. Oh! He'd have, he'd have begged Harry to fuck him if his mouth was free, but he'd never quite... I'm sorry, I'm becoming incoherent. Excuse me. That's the information I made, but it was no... Speaking of, he'd have begged Harry to fuck him if his mouth was free, but he'd never felt quite like this when he was with Harry alone. He thought it was worth it for now. He liked having Harry rim him, even if he was desperate to be fucked by the end. The fact that he couldn't ask or beg Harry to fuck him made it feel so much better. He heard the murmured praise from Seamus and Dean, such a good little cocksucker. What a fuckable mouth. Eager little slut. So desperate to please. And with each word that should have been a slur, he felt his cock leak a little more. Unlike Harry, though, they kept to the same kinds of praise, the praise that denigrated him at the same time as saying that he was giving them what they wanted. Enough. One of you get around here and fuck him so I can get my dick wet. Harry must have realized it too, Draco thought. 
The soft stroke of a hand through his hair was all Draco needed to rally him. He hadn't expected taking three people at once to be draining. Though he should have, really. Harry could be draining enough on his own at times. Fuck me, you look good like this. Draco opened his eyes and let them meet Harry's. Harry thought Draco always looked good. Harry'd taken his time to prove to Draco that he could be hungover, ill with a cold, getting ready for work, or dressed up to the nines, and he would always look good. But there was something about Draco, with tear tracks on his cheeks, his eyes wide with lust and watering, his thin lips swollen and stretched around his cock that made Harry think he would set the world on fire for Draco. Let it burn! Let it burn! Dean was the first into Draco's arse. <laughs> okay, was forgot about that part. Sorry. He's in there. He, he's just in! Surprise, motherfucker! All right, <laughs> Dean was the first. <laughs> Dean was the first into Draco's arse, and from the groan Draco let out around Harry's cock as he bottomed out, he felt bigger inside Draco than he looked. Harry's gaze moved from Draco's face to his back, where Dean's large hand was splayed. Contrast between their skin was beautiful. He's not made of glass, Dean. Harry said, "Fuck him properly, or move over so Seamus can." They built up, damn it, Woof! they, wow, they built up a rhythm between the two of them so that Draco was never empty. Oh my uh, god, they just, uh, 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 oh my god. <laughs> yes, Dean would thrust into his arse while Harry pulled out of his mouth. As Dean pulled out, Harry pushed in until Draco's nose touched the wiry curls at the base of his prick. Woo! The first time Dean brushed across his prostate, Draco let out a yowl, which had Harry tightening his hand in Draco's hair and pulling him off his dick. His face was covered in a mixture of tears, saliva, and the pre-admission of three cocks. I don't know how I feel about that. Don't come, Harry said, not until I'm inside you. He gave Draco over to Seamus. Oh my god. Here you go. Here's my cum slut. Next! He gave Draco over to Seamus before he had a chance to answer, and he was once again filled at both ends. <laughs> I'm like, I already read it once, so I'm experiencing it now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Um, every so often. Wait, where am I? Harry stroked himself slowly as he watched the force of Dean's thrusts push. Pushed Draco forward further onto Seamus's cock. Every so often, he'd have to squeeze the base of his cock hard so he wouldn't come just from the sight, and even that wasn't enough when Dean finally came and pulled out, leaving Draco's hole gaping slightly and leaking. Dean moved to one side. Draco dropped his shoulders to the bed, leaving his exposed arse in the air for whoever wanted it next. Seamus took the opportunity to push Dean's cum back into Draco before oh, following yeah. it up with that. his that cock. Happened, How? With your hand? With your dick? Was it the dick which just the put penis. it in the... the penis and then the in there and then it keeps Did you going, say you know? weenus at first with his weenus? I don't know if that's no, possible. No, it's the penis. It's the penis. Oh, okay. It was neither as long nor as thick as Dean's and for each thrust in, a bit of mm -hmm. cum would be forced out of Draco's Yep. Of Draco, sorry, I'm sorry. Of Draco. Between his stretched out rim and Seamus's cock. Yep. It's in there. Oh yeah, it's in there. Harry <laughs> Oh, sorry. 
uh, POV change, point of view change. Harry stroked Draco's hair again, while Seamus let out a litany of curses interspersed with something in Irish that Harry couldn't translate. He's bursting in Irish. Something in Gaelic. Something in Gaelic that Harry couldn't translate and didn't really care to. It was Draco's begging that kept Harry's attention. His quiet pleas to come that Harry tried to ignore. Because if he let Draco come, because of anyone else, he thought that may be the beginning of losing him. Instead, he promised Draco that he could come soon. <coughs> Point of view change. Soon seemed hours away to Draco, though. It felt like Seamus had been fucking him for forever, but he seemed to be close, so Draco held on. He knew that Harry would make him orgasm when he finally allowed it. Amazing, but until then, he was content to be a sleeve for Harry's friends to fuck into. Come, slut Draco, confirm! Unlike Dean, Seamus didn't come inside Draco. Not completely, at least. The first few spurts of his... Just a little bit. Just a little bit, you know. <laughs> the first Just few a little... spurts... <coughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> first few spurts, I mean, yeah, of his yeah, prank. <laughs> I think they meant to say prick. It's his prank. The first few spurts of his prank were just inside. The rest Seamus aimed over his arse. Stand up, Harry said. I want to see what you look like when you're all used. No one had touched Draco's cock that night, but he was dripping like a tap with how turned on he was by the way that Harry was taking his fantasy and making it real for him. His legs felt shaky, even as he tried to stand. Harry didn't help him. He just sat back and watched. Bro, same. Fuck. The word came out on a breath, as if Harry hadn't meant to say it. You're amazing, Draco. He didn't know if that was true, but he was in Harry's arms, so things must have been good. A tingle of magic washed over his skin, and he looked at Harry questioningly. I'm not going to be fucking anyone's cum into you, sweetheart, no matter how much of a dirty slag you are. <laughs> Harry. Draco's voice was rough, just as he'd expected it to be. You're mine, Draco. Harry kissed him thoroughly, his tongue washing over the places where other people had been that night. Tell me you're mine. Yes, fuck, yes, I'm yours. Draco could feel Harry's calloused hands move from the tops of his thighs, one to cup his balls, the other to surround his shaft. Come for me. It took the barest of touches once he had permission to fall over the edge he'd been teetering on. Draco thought he must have blacked out briefly, because when he opened his eyes again, he and Harry were wrapped up together on the sofa. Draco could hear Harry's heart beating erratically in his chest as he stroked circles on Draco's back and brushed his hair off his face. Did you come? Draco croaked out. No. Harry passed Draco a glass filled with water. Rory resumed his gentle petting of Draco's body. Could suck you off if you want, he said, drowsiness filling his voice. Orgasming isn't that important to me in the long-term, love. I can definitely live without getting off this once. But, Draco. Draco looked up at Harry. His eyes were soft as they roamed Draco's face. But there was something about the way Harry looked at him now that was different. You are more important to me than getting to come. Draco honestly didn't know if Harry was just being weird now, or if there was something else. But when he felt Harry's lips softly touch his forehead, he let it go. 
They would figure it out together another day. Until then, it simply wasn't important. End of fanfiction. There are dicks everywhere. There are so many dicks. Dicks everywhere. There's so many. We read that twice. Oh, we read that twice. It was good both times. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Sorry well, if this episode sucks, but we've we done it suck. twice. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That was really. I'm, I'm pissed at, at us. Hey, send us an email. That way, um, Caitlin can remember to double check the uh, recording before listen, she actually starts. Listen, you. I clicked it. It recorded and then it bounced back. You asshole. Anyway, we've been Hot and Potter Podcast. Um, Woo! Send us an email at hotandpotterpodcast at gmail.com. Thank what you, are you, What are you rating? Yes, thank you, Morgan. <laughs> what are you rating? Hey, Morgan, what are you rating this fanfic? Yeah, we'd because, love to know, Morgan. Yeah, I'm giving it a 45. What are you giving it, Jacob? I gave it a 30. Yes. So that I is a... I pretty strong on it, too, at a 30, and you were, like, way above me. I know. It was so good. I couldn't handle myself the first time around. This time I was pretty subdued. I mean, I was, you know, afterglow. Yeah. <laughs> so put those two numbers together and average it out. That is... <laughs> A 37 and a half, which is a... I was just confused because I feel like the fifth cock was just one too many. <laughs> and that is a eggplant slash clam emoji. Eggplant? Oh, nice yeah, it definitely earned the eggplant. 100% earned the eggplant. Oh my goodness. What a good fan fiction. A fantastically written... You know, we all knew that Draco Malfoy was a cum slut. I mean, you just you just filled in those blanks, literally. Fill in those holes. Yeah. <laughs> nice job, Akashika, or AKA Shika. I, if you know how to pronounce that username, tell us at hotandpotterpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a tweet and tell us how much we suck. Yeah, we'll reply to it in about a month because uh, I don't know. It's about how many times I check our Twitter. <laughs> All right, this is our best episode. What are we naming this episode? I don't know. They're after me, lucky. Shit everywhere, so I feel like this one could possibly be dicks everywhere or cocks everywhere. Me lucky charms. Or me lucky charms. That's a good one. Um, I feel like that was a first version and the second version. You could just name it Take Two. Take um, Two. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Take Two. Dick Spoogaloo. <laughs> I gotta get off of here, though. I, can't, I gotta this... go make sure Stella's not killing herself or anyone else downstairs. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. All right. The Hot Pop Podcast. Bye. We already did that, though. I thought we were done. Oh. Oh, I oh. didn't stop it yet. Oh. I'll stop well, it. This now. is awkward, then. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Huh. All right. Um. Well, then. Uh, and we had like zero introduction to this episode because we just jumped right in. Yeah, we literally were like, "Hey, that's smut matter. Hey, there was smut. Remember that random question we did? Hey, we fucked up the first time. We're just gonna do it." Yeah. So this has been Hot and Pod Podcast, where the jokes are dead quality at best. Uh, the points don't matter, and uh, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. All right. Uh, have a perfect. Good perfect. 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 Yes. perfect. Okay. All right, this has been the Hot and Potter right, you Podcast. Could also, you could also just name it. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs>
Welcome back to the We Don't Know What the Fuck We're Doing podcast. This has been the Hot and Potter podcast where the jokes are dead quality at best. The points and don't this matter. Behind and... the Screen Peak has been brought to you by our Patreon dong tier. Which is zero cents a month and doesn't actually exist. It's just a running bit. <laughs> the only one J-Con seems to remember. This has been the Hot and Potter podcast where the jokes are dead quality at best. The points don't matter. And we and don't, we know, don't what know what the fuck we're doing. Fuck we're doing. All right. Have a great week. Um, don't be an asshole. And this has been a Hufflepuff and a Ravenclaw. Bye. <laughs> You're wheezing. <laughs>